Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast. I'm Chaz Hathaway. Let's talk about landscape in the near death experience. Another one of the fundamentals, as I would consider it. First off, we talked a little bit about the uh, void and the just complete blackness. And in many accounts, it's not blackness, but complete light or complete whiteness or sometimes complete gray. Um, something in between, you might say. And uh, and this is common, but it's not usually where they stay throughout their experience. They'll usually go from this void into a landscape of some sort. And uh, we will talk in another episode about cities and villages and so forth. But uh, in this one, we're going to talk about landscape. Let's, let's read from... Uh, an experience that can be found in uh, on enderf.org, Near Death Experience Research Foundation website. Uh, and this is an account given by Nancy R. She says, While my time on the other side, a.k.a. heaven, was brief in human terms, when I was there I felt as if weeks or months were passing. I observed an amazing amount in, at most, a couple human hours. The first wonderful thing that I experienced was the beauty of heaven, both visually and in a feeling sense. While I was there, a landscape of gently rolling hills surrounded me. Flower-filled grassy meadows spread out on the hills around me. There were huge deciduous trees in full leaf. The trees were larger and grander than any on earth and surrounded the meadows. There was the barest sense of light mist, as if it were a humid morning clung to the tops of the trees. The sky shone a very light blue, similar to what you might see at the ocean's shore, with wispy clouds and a very bright but somewhat diffuse golden glow. That was the visual, but there is more to heaven than what we can see with our eyes. Below the surface visuals was a well of feelings fueled by love, peace, and an abiding presence that I will call the Spirit of or God. Through the landscape around me, I sensed a profound feeling of peace, brightness, goodness, and love. The beauty I felt really does deserve a capital B. It wasn't just pleasing to the eye. There was something deeper about it, more harmonious, more blessed, more powerful. Everything felt tied together by love and peace, and the beauty of the scenes around me were the product of this unconditional love. While the beauty of heaven took my breath away, the sense of love completely ensnared me and made me want to stay there forever. I felt a deep sense of that love flowing through all things around me. The air, the ground below my feet, the trees, the clouds, and me. I felt love flowing around me, flowing through me and eventually capturing me by the heart. I felt supported by a loving presence so powerful, yet so gentle that I cried again. I had never experienced such unconditional love and acceptance in all of my years on the planet. 
I felt as though this place were built from love and peace on the very grand cosmic scale, on a very co grand cosmic scale. What I realized and was later told to me by my guide was that love formed the, the structure or underpinnings of heaven. Each soul might see the landscape differently, but all sensed and saw the love that formed the basis for everything in the same way. That love and peace seemed to shimmer as glimmers of light beneath the surface, winking in and out of visual sight. It had colors and sparkle and texture. It seemed to take the form of what I saw, like trees, a meadow, etc. But at the same time, it was also separate from the forms themselves. Now, I started with that experience, which again can be found on nderf.org, because it showed or it uh, talked about the sense of people seeing the landscape differently. Now, some may conclude from that that the trees that she was seeing were not trees at all, but just an illusion of some sort. But that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to be something more of that there were trees there, the spirit trees there, and how they looked and exactly the uh, time of day and the type of landscape may have shown different to different individuals if they had been with her, uh, how they would have seen it. Now that's confusing, and I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about that, but I wanted to bring that up just because a lot of questions in the uh, long term may be answered by that experience. Here's another one. I felt at ease as they led me from the clouds to a beautiful garden that was to the left of a huge, glorious city. As I looked around, I noticed that the colors were so bright and vibrant, and the air was sweet and clear. I could hear birds singing. I heard water running. There was a stream nearby. There were trees and flowers, and the grass was cool and soft on my feet. I felt a soft silken breeze touch my skin. As soon or as I stood in this breathtaking place, I felt a huge presence of all around me just pouring love out onto me. I felt such joy and all I could do was stand there in the awe at the beauty and the love that was all around me. As I stood there in the garden, I noticed once again how beautiful and brilliant the colors of the flowers, the trees, and the grass were. The reds were redder, the pinks were more pink, and yellows more yellow. The colors were so much more vibrant than any colors I had ever seen. The air was sweetly fragrant. It was so clean, clean and clear. The grass felt cool to the touch, like on a beautiful spring day. There were birds singing in the trees, and I saw a stream where the water glistened like diamonds in the sun as, if, as it flowed over the rocks. I heard music, which was more beautiful than anything I had ever heard before. It was then that I noticed that everything had its own pitch or sound. The trees had a sound. The leaves on the trees had their own sound. 
The grass had a sound. The rocks had their own sound. The water had yet another sound, and so on. And when you take all of those individual sounds and put them together, it sounded like the most magnificent symphony and choir ever created. And what's more amazing was everything and everyone in heaven was singing praises to God. It just poured out of every leaf, rock, blade of grass, and every bird. It was the most beautiful sound I had ever heard. I can still hear it, even now, after all these years. It's like a song on the wind. Every now and then, I still hear the heavenly music as the breeze blows through the leaves on the trees. It carries me back there, and I feel that deep, all-encompassing love again. It heals my soul, and my spirit soars. There's no time in heaven, so I have no idea how long it took for each of these, uh, each different step of this journey. Then I moved to the edge of the garden to what looked like a wooded glen. I could see golden sunbeams pouring through the branches of the tall oak and pine trees. I noticed a log lying next to a stream with little flowers dotting around it here and there. There were pine needles and a few pine cones scattered about. I went over to the log and sat down listening to the water as it danced across the rocks. When I looked up, I saw a man sitting on the other, other end of the log next to me. The air was cool and comfortable, and I could hear the birds singing their sweet songs. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that just just gorgeous? It makes you think, gosh, I want to visit there. <laughs> Here's another one by Scott W. on, uh, let's see, this is on enderf.org again. And he's talking with his grandma. And again, I know I've said that I'm going to be sharing the entire experiences, but these this particular topic of, of landscape, there's so many experiences that mention it that I thought I'd take pieces of them in order to give a little bit of a broader perspective of, of how much there could be seen in a near-death experience. So Scott says, What is this place, Grandma? She's, and she said, Son, this is where, where we all go when we die. I looked around and uh, I looked around. I was so at peace. I could hear music. I could see the mountains in the background. The sky was a series of washed azurin crimson, then faded to Prussian blues, and then a beautiful darkness. Other than the warm golden light, the sky was the most beautiful sunset I had ever seen. Behind me was darkness. It was nighttime and like space darkness. The ironic thing was that I felt like I was part of all of it, and it was connected to me. I felt no fear. This was heaven. I knew I had worked hard on, challenging, on changing my life. Years before, I had found faith in a power greater than me. I felt this feeling. I could only call love 
that knows no boundaries of time, space, or consciousness. It covers everything that has, has been, is, and will be. I've read it, I've heard it, I have intellectualized it and believed, but never have I felt it in my soul until then. Not because we can bribe love by our acts or control it with penance or faith. It's just because we are and it loves us no matter what. Now, um, that's the end of that uh, that quote there. You know, there is, there's an interesting pattern you'll find in near-death experiences where they discuss colors. And this is particularly so in landscapes as well as descriptions of light and so forth. So here's this one, and uh, this is found also on enderf.org. The next thing I saw was a meadow in the mountains with indescribable beauty. The sky was the bluest sky. The grass was the greenest green. All colors here are extremely pale compared to there. I saw my grandmother running with children towards me. She took me by the hand, and we were at the beginning of a bridge over a small creek. We talked for what seemed like hours before about my life since she had died. And that's the end of that experience. Sometimes you'll hear this in description of colors. They'll say that there are colors that are not seen here. They just aren't here. We can't see them with our eyes, mortal eyes. And they are it, sometimes surprised to see them and they think, oh, that's right, that color, how did I forget about that? But of course, we forgot about everything, so it makes sense. <laughs> Here's another one describing landscape. And uh, this one is from ions.org, I-A-N-D-S.org. This is the International Association for Near-Death Studies. I heard the nurse say, no blood pressure. I went unconscious. Suddenly I found myself in a boat, floating down a river in a jungle. In the background I could hear the most magnificent music I had ever heard. It was a jungle drum beat of incredible dimensions. I became elated with its incessant melodic sounding rhythm. There were two paddlers steering, canoe, steering the canoe and eight passengers. I was brimming over with delight. There was no feeling of pain or movement through the water. Then I came upon the distant shore. I was alone now. I do not remember stepping onto the shore. A radiant being in a long white robe was there to greet me. I could not discern the sex of the being or the face of the being. However, the most incredible feeling of love surrounded me. I emanated from the, oh, it emanated from the being. We were communicating through mental telepathy. I have never experienced such joy. All of a sudden, I was back in bed with incredible pain. So there we have a jungle scene. We already had a meadow and a, uh, I believe we, we talked about a wood, mountain background, um, mountains in the background. Here's a short one, also from ions.org. 
I remember seeing the bright light in the background and the foreground and the foreground like a desert with tumbleweeds. The light got brighter, closer, and wider as a form of a person was coming towards me, but kind of like looking at an overexposed picture where you can make out forms but not details. That's the end of that quote. Here's another one, also from Ions. I was looking down on myself again. There is a chunk of time I don't recall. During that time, I was taken from the emergency room to ICU. During that time, I had my experience. I remember seeing these sparkles like jewels before my eyes. I remember trying to focus on the sparkles, and as I did, this wall came into focus. The wall was alive with blues, purples, reds, and oranges sparkling on it. I became aware of this golden sandy floor. My perception was of seeing from, the, from a height taller than my physical being. So in some part of my thought, I knew I was floating. I looked around at the place I was and saw I was in what appeared to be a huge cavern, a cave or cavern. To my left and slightly behind me was this field of golden sandy boulders and began and beyond the boulders was this cliff wall that went so far up that the top was lost in the gloom above. Interesting, right? Okay, here's uh, one more, also from, uh, oh, this one's from enderf.org, the near-death experience research foundation. I remember flying over a beautiful landscape. I saw a bright green forest, which seemed endless. I felt totally weightless, and I had a strong feeling of invulnerability. I could see everything around me without having to turn my head. I could look behind me, straight ahead, and up above myself. Then I saw a bright light, like the sun, except it didn't dazzle me. The light was everywhere. Suddenly I had the sensation of falling deeper and deeper. I landed on a stone floor, and the impact stopped my fall. But it did not hurt. First I just closed my eyes, but after a while I heard a voice calling, what are you doing down there? Get up. I opened my eyes and saw someone reaching out his hand to help me up. When I, when I was on my feet, I noticed that I didn't have a scratch. I was okay. And I also noticed that uh, there were other beings wearing long robes. These beings said to me, It's wonderful to, that you are here. But I couldn't see their faces. I... Uh, further away, I could see the forest from where I had come. I asked myself, what's behind that forest? The being who had helped me onto my feet responded that, the, that behind the forest was a wonderful little village. That being didn't speak. It was like telepathy. When I was near the being, I had a feeling of security and happiness, simply indescribably good. Suddenly, all the beings started moving in the direction of the forest. But the being that was helping me paused and asked, Are you coming with us? I responded, Not yet. I knew that if I went with that group, 
I wouldn't be able to come back. Interesting. Here is one more, and we will end up after this one. But this one is from enderf.org, and this is Austin that shares this experience. I was then aware of traveling through a dark tunnel. I found myself on a ro road winding down to a beautiful rural place, which contained a large rustic house set in a valley with a forest behind it. There was a sparkling river, and the meadows in front of it were golden and peaceful. There may have been a mill wheel at the far side of the house, through which a stream flowed. The forest behind looked safe and inviting, and I was curious to see it and remain there. At some point I found myself turning around on the road, facing up towards where the tunnel had ended. And that's the end of that quote. So as you can see, there is a wide variety of landscapes on the other side. Uh, some of them more rural, some of them, as we'll discuss in another episode, uh, sometimes more urban. But uh, um, I wanted to share these because we went from desert to jungle to uh, countryside to forest. I mean... Basically, I, I'm left to assume that if there's a type of landscape that we have here, they probably have it there as well. In fact, they probably, we probably have far more um, on the other side of the veil, more kinds of landscapes than we get here on Earth. So if there's a particular kind of landscape that you wonder about, do they have that on that side? Probably they do. If you're really concerned about it, message me and I'll see if I can find one. I've probably read one or heard one uh, that contained a particular landscape and uh, I just didn't start recording these and making notes of them until I realized I was going to be sharing them. So uh, that's when I started collecting them. But uh, you know, if there is something about this earth that you're afraid of leaving behind uh, because it's a, a particular type of landscape that you love so much, don't worry. Don't worry. It's there on the other side. And that just, that just excites me. I love that. So with that, thank you again so much for listening.